I'm Lauren. I'm Bridget. And you're listening to Gateway Anime Podcast. And I, I'm sorry, I sound like Texas allergies. <laughs> but I sound great. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear me coughing or randomly muting myself, I'm blowing my nose. And I'm trying to save you. Respect. Yeah, I just have a, a crunchy foot. I'm in my boot. Yeah. What did you so, do? Oh, I think I re-aggravated my stress fracture. Bro. Uh, I know. You didn't tell me you were back in the boot? It just happened today. Well, um, it happened yesterday. I called in because I could not walk very well. You rarely call in either. I know. That's how you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, of all my years of knowing you, like, rarely have I ever I seen know. you call in. <laughs> I only do it when I have to, and I needed yesterday. So here we are. I've got a crunchy foot, so you won't hear it because I'm sitting down. <laughs> Just don't eat your scabs, man. <laughs> I'll never let it go. Uh, I won't either. And I can't even ask my dad now because he's getting divorced. Yeah, you want to explain like, that? How am I supposed also, to bring that hi, up? Hi, everyone. We were on a hiatus last <laughs> week. <laughs> So there's a lot that's gone down. Lauren and I were at a bachelorette party for a friend. It was and great. And so um, we needed a break to recover. <laughs> and so we took a break off from recording. It's our first one we've ever taken a break off of. It was um, nice, though. We really needed it. We played D&D. We all almost died because of Bridget. <laughs> Bruh, I felt like we needed to fight it. And I it was not made clear to me that this was an NPC that we needed how, to talk to. How? How? I don't know, man. I he don't know blowing, how. Started blowing fireballs. I was like, "I right, let's go." My he started level... blowing fireballs, and none of us bloodied him. And I was like, "Okay, yeah, no." Everyone, my level one butt him. was like, "All right, arrow time, dagger, dagger, let's go." It's painful. Anyway, sometimes. I hid in the closet most of that. Yeah, <laughs> and then let me deal with it. Hey, I tried to pin the other girl that ratted us out. <laughs> anyway. We're still bad at D&D, but it's we fun. We are bad at d <laughs> We try really hard. I did make a backup character, so. Yeah, I'm probably going to do that soon. Or just find a way to, like, revive my, real life my character. Because I. She's in rights, dude. It was That's funny. Oh, yeah, but so your dad. Oh, yeah. So my dad texted me. At the bachelorette and- party. Last day of the bachelorette party, he, he group texted me and my two brothers day before the bachelor day, last day of the bachelorette party, day before his birthday that he and his wife were separating. So that was a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, was a lot. And I was going to ask him about the scab situation, but <laughs> now, now the I feel passed. like I can't because he's a sad man. So <laughs> I have to wait for that uh, i will keep y'all updated um when i find the strength to finally ask him maybe it'll be like a nice like subject change in an awkward moment uh, i guarantee you he's gonna be like i never did that your mom did that just like my mom did with my dad and then i will never know why this happened it's just for you and your therapist to talk about and forever my dad more. In the army, they get like basic first aid training, right? Like, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> well, you should know you want the scab to stay there. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm gonna. If ask. it was like they soaked it in salt water and stuff, like I get that. You know, our, my family's all about like let the water heal it, and it's like I would really like to not burn this wound in the salty ocean that kind of hurts he might have salt watered it but he still peeled off the scab yeah the peeling part is the part like my mom yells at me not to peel scabs yeah still to this day guess what there's no reason i just did that i went (laughs) i went and did it yeah you went and did it you were like there's gotta be a little bit of a logic as to why there has to be and your webmd said nah dog Yeah, dude, like, it, like everywhere I looked, just like, no, I have a doctor's appointment on the 27th. WebMD just said, asking. dude, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Literally, Google was like, why are you asking? <laughs> Google like, like, was we like, we just asking... this to the FBI just in case. You know, whenever, like, 
you ask a question to Google and it's like, did you mean this? Like nothing like what you meant. Did you mean psychiatric help? And then you realize that you're the first person to ever Google, Google that. something. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, <laughs> please delete That's how I feel about that. It was uh, very uncomfortable. So yeah, my dad's getting divorced. No scab updates. <laughs> sorry so, oh oh just my gosh some suspense there one what? of my meat cutters today at work your knee cutters meat cutters meat cutters Margaret, he didn't put on his cut glove and holy crap he, cut he like slice his finger off ever loving crap out of himself no he still has his finger um just maybe like a hat quarter inch was, shorter it was rough dude it was the meat of his thumb right here Oh, that's the worst. You know, it's bad. They called me over and I like walked in and I could see the look on uh, Allie's face. She's the one that called me in and I was like, is someone hurt? And she's like, yes. And I was like, badly. And she says, I don't know. So I was like, okay. So I walk over there. He's got like a whole wad of like bloody paper towel. Did he not like run it underwater to see how bad the cut is? Oh, he did, but he wouldn't look. I had to look. Oh, okay. He was like, I can't look at it. And I was like, that's always my first thing. Like under the water how how much my skin is hanging off (laughs) he's like i can't look at it and i was like cool but i have to look at it and he was like okay i have to document this i looked at it and it was it was horrendous dude it was one of the gnarliest cuts i've ever seen in my life it was not good it was not good straight up (sighs) oh but yeah that was my day work just gimping gimping around and and looking at other people gimping them themselves and uh that's bro that's that i'm glad you got the like the notice to keep stalling so I, I did I, uh, <laughs> I, was like, I was looking I was at like, you I and i was like i should keep, I should this keep story because i need to blow my nose oh mm-hmm. uh, it's bad mm-hmm. uh, it's okay we will make this a quick episode because guess what it's just all sad well and i'm trying this new thing of like you know i don't want to burn myself out and i think that's what i was doing with taking Mm. so such intense detailed notes so i was like i should just enjoy enjoy watching it and then you know my brain's gonna fill in the notes when i'm talking so that's what i did i mean i still took long notes because not detailed notes for me is still more detailed for other people Mm. um but yeah, so that's why I do my notes after because I want to be in it. So like I'll I'll write down like I'll pause and be like voice actor this name or like this song. Yeah. Or just like trigger notes and then I'll go back through and search them after. Just they so I can enjoy play it. one of my favorite classical songs in this week's Which episodes. One? Moonlight. Uh, yeah, Moonlight, Moonlight Sonata. Claude de Lune. Hello, Claude de Lune. Thanks for Twilight for making that really popular too. I know every time but I liked it on, before. I always then. think of Edward Cullen being super pretentious. Like you like Debussy, like Debussy? and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but now I can't hear Debussy um, without like the internet's like, you know, Debussy's of things like Debussy. I can't think of something then. <laughs> I know what you mean, but you know though. what I mean, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Debussy. See, hate I couldn't it. think of another word like <laughs> hate it, hate it, love it, hate it. Uh love hate, so love good. hate. Oh man. Late. Uh, I mean, that's what I had to do. Ryan just texted me. Does glow stick juice stain? Yes, it does. <laughs> right? on it does. It does on paint and walls. Oh no. Uh <laughs> I go, yes, it does. Why? I'm going to tell him, look at the walls at Park North North when that new Predator movie came out because um, movie came out because James and Why I do I have a splattered. sticky note that says Bridget Gay? <laughs> I don't know. The letter says Bridget Gay. What? <laughs> I don't know why. Is something you need to tell me? No, 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 no. You were going to Google something for me. 
It literally just says Bridget Gay. You, I, all I remember, okay, I think it was in a recording. I'm not going to go back and find what recording, but it was somewhat recently. Uh, we were like, I'm going to look this up. It was a song. It was the pirate song, gay pirate song. You sent it to me. Look, I got okay, it. Dope. I finally got there. It throw was like, away that sticky note. It was the gay pirate music video that you sent me that was really upsetting and sad, but really so pretty. Good, so good, though. Uh, I'm, that was funny. Sorry, I just looked down and I was like, Bridget gay? Bridget straight. What? what? Does it come off dot 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 people? Yes, it does come off people. People secrete oil, so it comes off of them. If you shower, it comes off. Off, but be careful because when you crack a glow stick, it's glass you're cracking. Glow stick, it's glass you're cracking. Just drain it and don't get it in your eyes or mouth put it straight in your eyes and mouth (laughs) that's all i heard eyes and mouth yes i am the safety trainer of my my store (laughs) put your glow stick juice in your eyes and mouth that is so funny does it come off dot 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 people (laughs) like what what is he would he like permanently have like blue splatter on his face? Has has a person ever been stained to the point where they have not been able to remove it? Tattoos. Oh, okay. Well, fair. <laughs> Tattoos. Fair. You have multiple stains. Lauren. What? What? <laughs> what? Okay. I I had someone ask me how new this tattoo was i've had this tattoo for like five years and i was like what do you mean like no one ever notices it and it's like my biggest tattoo yeah i think just because your arms normally like you know down i guess it's normally like you're not walking (laughs) you're not doing the surgeon walk i'm not which you should you should fix that i really should i should walk everywhere like ida (laughs) just I saw some of the best live action casting of my hero the other day. And it was for like, I don't know if it's for a movie or a play, but like they had good wigs. And that's when, you know, they do a really good live action casting because most live action animes, I don't know what their wig is. It's like spirit Halloween wigs. And I don't know why. I don't know why. But they had good wigs. There's a haiku stage play that I've seen it. I've seen pictures and wigs man i really want the attack it, on but... titan ones yeah wigs it's the, so the full metal one the wigs like why why can't we make these look like normal hair because we can't that's a lot of work and we refuse anyway uh you know what we don't refuse what to play the piano <laughs> that was Maybe one of your worst ones. <laughs> that was pretty bad. Maybe one of your worst ones. <laughs> that was pretty bad. I appreciate bad. the effort. But not um, a good one. I know. I didn't. I really could not think of a, a better <laughs> Sagu than that. So Sagu. That's a shout out to our other podcast. Not ours, but one of ours. Equally <laughs> love. Em <laughs> uh, and Christine, we're claiming your podcast now. We're claiming. Um, they follow us on Instagram, and that's all that matters. Because I was, well, uh, I was Eva a listener of the us month. on Instagram. That's very true. <laughs> Eva follow- we don't have an Eva yet. One day. One but day. We'll and- that's the podcast, and that's why we drink. And if you like murder and spooky and queer and rights, um, gosh, that's a great podcast. And yeah, so- we love it there. And rituals. In rituals. <laughs> i did uh i did tarot card readings at the bachelorette party we went to and i was talking through the history of tarot and why it was a thing and, and somebody was from the kitchen it was brujeria and, and i was like, like it is not no no it not. actually started as just a game mm-hmm. and i'm in the kitchen yelling this because i was making was I making breakfast or something i don't know yes I think so. And I, she was like, oh, I heard it on a podcast. And I just go, rituals? And then I had to look and see who said that. And I was like, oh, it's Lauren. Like, why were oh. you surprised? Yeah. I was like, the only other person that listened to the exact same podcast. Oh, it's, yeah, it was rituals. Him and Christine. I was like, yep. 
was great. <laughs> I'm so happy I get like twice the M and Christine a week now. I know. It was much needed. You should listen to Morbid. I think you would like them. I don't know if I've tried. I tried. I, I listened to. I tried um, Wine and Crime and I didn't like it. No offense, Wine and Crimes. Yeah. I, I didn't like my favorite murder. I really tried. With I that listened to most of my favorite murder, but they say a lot of things that I don't agree with. And yeah. they approach it in a way that I don't necessarily agree with either. Sometimes I just listen to it for the facts, but I absolutely understand why people can't do it. I like Morbid because one of them is an autopsy technician. So she knows a lot about the science That's of dead bodies, cool. which is really cool. And also they give you like full-on research like they read books and like tons of articles and they watch documentaries and then they compile it and then it's so they do such a good job i think they're my favorite podcast right now is morbid which is really hard because i love love and that's why we drink i yeah patreon also one of them sounds exactly like him and it really (laughs) threw me off for like a hot minute i was like why did him get a second podcast i think I think morbid, no, wine and crime is came over, to, and that's yeah. why we drink. Okay, I was trying to think. Well, for M, the sinisterhood. M and Christine have been on morbid. Oh, okay. Not, they've so, crossed over with a bunch of yeah. people. I just can't remember all who. I don't think morbid's been on, and that's why we drink them. So. Oh, okay. But, right, I'll have to listen to. Them. Yeah, they're. I like them. They're I good. listened to. Man, there was one that was like there were only like thirty minute short ones. And they were really interesting. And it's just one person like reading facts. And I only started listening to it. Gosh, man, I don't know if my Spotify can like, it was like last summer or in the fall. I started listening to it because of that student at Texas State who is going home for the break. Mm-hmm. Disappeared like in oh, um, yeah. Seguin, not Seguin. Mm-hmm. You know where I'm talking about, wherever that I was. Um, and I, they had an episode on it. Hmm. And my brother and I listen to it because, I mean, we drive through that all the time because my parent, my grandparents live in Yoakum and that's the way you go to get there. So we knew the exact turn off and everything where they disappeared. And I was like, huh. and now there's a billboard in Kyle for him. Mm. And I, one, I can't imagine that family going through that. But um, let's see, podcasts and shows that I have listened to. I think it might have been crime show. And it was, it's just like one person reading. They're only 30 minutes. I listened to that. And then they had a few Texas crimes on there. Yeah, it was crime show. <laughs> my, my first like podcast I listened to on Spotify was a space policy. Oh, wow. <laughs> Blast from the past. Throwback for you, 2019. Cheese and rice. <clears throat> oh yeah. So. Pianos. I don't know how we Pianos. got those. Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember what got us off. The Funimation summary for Love's Sorrow. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get it. Let's <laughs> crack into it. Oh, gosh. Can we just be? And that's why we drank for oh, this Gosh, uh, I episode. wish. If Em and Christine ever want to try anime, like, we'll find, <laughs> they? We will find some murder ghost anime. Oh, there's so many murder anime. They feel can like come do Devil May might, Cry. Baby. It might try. <laughs> it might try. Christine, we might have to coax a little more. I would think Christine would do it before him. I don't see. Christine's much more of a live action reality person, Dang. though. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think this is ever going to happen for us. Uh, one day. That's writing it on our board on our my, non-existent my board. yeah see this is me writing it right now mm, yes the it's board on there it's I on see. the board in the in the cherry blossoms right there <laughs> love that Thanks. thank you <laughs> thank you for that uh so this is your funimation summary for love sorrow episode 13 uh Kosei has taken the stage at the gala concert, endeavoring to put on a performance without Kaori. This is his chance to prove his abilities as a pianist and to try to come to terms with the memory of his mother. Ta-da! That's like a summary for like the next four episodes. Yeah. But it's done well. This is where (laughs) I felt like the past few episodes I was struggling because we were moving really slow. Yeah, and then these four, I felt like 
I was back into the show because oh, just we're wait. processing things faster now. So I watched the next four episodes last night because I thought we were double recording. And, Before um, I died, yeah. also i i used my gray's anatomy degree and webmd degree um and i know what kori is suffering from so we can talk about that at the end of the show Hmm. radical brother (laughs) radical brother brother okay here we go one of my kids at work keeps (laughs) doing this to me it's like a tiny rock and roll he's like rock and roll and I've I seen people do that stop doing little it. rocker hands. It's like my favorite thing ever. He called me a heathen and I did this. And it was my favorite thing. Was <laughs> Why like, did only one of your hands make it? I don't like, know. You were like this. I got baby hands. You just like rock and roll with your hands. Well, oh, it's because it. I broke this finger playing tetherball forever ago. Like the bone popped out yeah, when look, I was look, like a little look. kid. My pinky so doesn't go in. It doesn't go in all the way. It just goes down. That's his pinky. So I can do this, but I can't bend this past this. There's a pin in it, so it doesn't move that way. You put a pin in it. I did. I put a pin in it. That was very classy. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Little Kuse, Kose is napping. Little Kuse. Little Kuse. Little Kuse. That's my new rapper name. Lil Kuse. Lil Kuse. Writing that down, even though this is going to be titled We Love and That's Why We Drink. So, Lil Kuse. Gosh. Kuse. This is like the Debussy. The Lil Kuse. We've said Kuse so many different ways. I can't get it now. I don't even care. It just is what it is. Kose. It's Kose. She say Kose. I like Kose and I like Kose, so it doesn't matter. Whatever. (laughs) Little character. Kose (laughs) is napping and friend A is napping and listening to his mom play the piano. He's a little kid. This is like a flashback. His teacher takes over while playing and then while his mom is cooking, she sees that Kose has the ear to play piano without studying and can harmonize because she was singing a song about how she hates her husband. She's really mad um, because they got in a fight and he just starts harmonizing and playing it. And she's like, why do you, why can you do that? He's like perfect bitch. Um, Cause he's perfect. And I love him. <laughs> I wrote, did I say new intro already? I think I did. I don't mm-hmm. hate it, but the other one is better. The other one is better. The ending is good. The ending, the ending is, is great. Depressing. The new That's ending good. is just, it's good. But also straight up depression. Yeah, it's super. She's sad. laying in a puddle crying. And you're like, all right. <laughs> this isn't ominous at all for what uh, just happened in this show. And you change the ending. I'm and it's like, so sorry. You still have to watch the next four episodes. And then we have the last two, like for the finale. Episode. Dude, I'm about to ball like a baby. <laughs> I just Bro. know that. It's so sad. Sorry, everybody. Okay, okay so... Kuse is going on stage to play, even though Kaori's not there. Um, he's playing Love Sorrow, which is the song his mom used to play all the time that we saw in the flashback. Because remember, Kaori has not shown up. Bakery's closed. They don't know where she is. She's not answering the phone. Uh, and this is a violin competition, not a pianist competition. So he's like, I'll do it without the violinist. And I'm like, bold. For- yeah, it's just a showcase. Bold for- It is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still bold. This is oh, a yeah. violin showcase. Yeah, well, I'm going to play piano. <laughs> I would well, love to I see it. I don't have a violinist. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you want to fight? So his mom's name is Saki. Um, Saki. She loved to play the song. Kose is playing by memory and with more emotion and proving how good he is. But he's playing it like he's frustrated and angry at the piano and really rigid. In reality, we pan back to like his point of view and he can't hear the piano. He's underwater. So he knows he's playing it too frustratingly, but he knows what it's supposed to sound like. He has a flashback of his mom telling him when he was a little kid playing the piano, like touch it like you're holding a little baby, just like I used to hold you. And it was a sweet memory of his mom, which we never really see. And I wrote right in the heart, man. (laughs) I know, man. Because these are like the first flashback flashbacks where we see his mom's face because they're always like blurred out in his mm. memories. 
when so, she's bad you can't yeah see her she's face blurred out because yeah she's not her she's not her She's not. And so, so now he's sad. remembering his mom for what she is. And so we're going to break down a lot of that emotion in these two episodes right now. Um, so Kosei's processing a lot of emotions and memories while playing this song and with his mom. She was mad and did not handle this correctly, like majorly not correctly, but because she had no more time with him. And his teacher, I write her name down later, but I don't have it right now. Here we go. Here we go. There we go. Uh, feels guilty for pushing him into music. Um, and that's why she left. She felt so guilty that mm-hmm. she pushed uh, Saki into getting her kid to play because he had this perfect ear, but she never wanted him to have the pressure of the piano and she didn't have enough time and she wanted him to focus on life. It, I mean, it just, she knows she's dying and she doesn't have enough time with her kid and she's trying to it's... shove everything in there to make him have a somewhat stable of a life, which is so gone. sad. It is incredibly what depressing. What really killed me was she's just like, what can I give him? Like, mm. what do I leave him with? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it gets ugh. So, so painful. She, um, so I think this is Hiroko saying this. She goes, Saki, you don't want to miss this, but he's finally ready to say goodbye. <laughs> and while she's saying that, you see sparkles in the handicapped seat section where his mom used to sit and watch. And you hear um, Kosei say to himself, like in his head, will it reach her? I hope it does. Because he's trying to like play the love song to his mom, Love Sorrow. And <laughs> I wrote the feels. And you can finally see his mom's face in the memories. Um, and then one of the last memories, right after she beats Kosei in the lobby she breaks down falls out of the wheelchair and she's talking to Hiroko and she goes there was no time to teach him the art of it I could only teach him to play exactly what's written maybe he can make a job out of this and she wants him to be like supported and have a job and a stability because his dad's never there and she feels such guilt for leaving him she did love him she starts saying like who's going to take care of him when he's sick who's going to teach him to ride a bike like she just goes through you know, everything that a mom should be there for her kid. And it's so, it's sad. so sad. And she, that's why she's doing this. Cause she wants it's him to be able to support himself. And I'm like, I love, <laughs> I love when the <clears throat> show villain isn't really a villain. Like there's something. To yeah. You think you're just going to hate it. the mom and, and it's, it just makes it so complicated. And like, we don't forgive her for what she did no she did wrong things but man but we do understand her for what she did exactly. and i love it, nothing's that. so black and white in life yeah it really it's shows it perfect it's they so, do so good they do so good yeah this i will say this show does a really good job at showing the complexity of emotions um <sighs> Anyway, <laughs> I said a process of that sentence too. Um, so Kosei realizes mom's not out there judging him. She's here in the piano playing with him. And so he says like, you don't play it, you embrace it. And so then all of a sudden he can hear the notes, but he hears like his mom's notes. It's the same like little lights that he did as a kid when he listened to his mom playing. And he goes, so, so goodbye. While he's like playing devastating and i was like he finally gets resolution and so he he's done everybody's kind of like shocked because he stopped playing it frustratingly and just played it beautifully like he was releasing emotion and they applaud he goes off the stage he turns the corner and just like collapses and so hiriko comes over and he just starts sobbing and she's holding him. It's so sad. And he goes, my mom and I are connected. Do you think it reached her? Do you think she could hear it? And Kusei finally lets himself grieve and cry and grieve over the death of his mom. Like, cause he had just turned off his emotions and bro, I can't even imagine doing that. Uh-uh. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> to, if you thought that was the worst part, he it's said, Guess I'm what? happy mom. I really am. Thank you. Goodbye. Uh, and they say it with those dramatic pauses, with piano playing in the background, and I'm just like, <laughs> what? Straight up. <laughs> I, I go, hello. So he's in the lobby now, and Tsubaki sees Kosei and <laughs> suddenly gets tongue-tied, and she's like, 
I don't know what to, to say to him. She can like hear her heartbeat. And I was like, she loves him, but he's like got this twinkle in his eye. Now he's, he's processed grief and is like more at one with himself. Um, so Kose is playing at school again. I'm laughing at the broken window because the baseball that went through there is like cardboard patch. Still and like broken. Tape. Yeah. And so Hiriko and the other teacher are talking and they're having this conversation, but you don't really see them. You see visuals of Tsubaki running into the piano room at school, looking panicked. We don't hear what she says. And then Kosei looking super panicked and sprinting to the hospital where Kaori has been admitted. And then the very end of Hiriko's sentence says, uh, is talking about like, you know, she's the one who brought this out of um, him and, uh, you know, the muses will demand another loss. When will the muses demand another loss? And that was the end of that episode. Uh, <laughs> and so we get intense. that depressing outro of uh, yes, Kaori laying in the water crying. Just wait. It gets so much worse. Oh my God. The next four episodes. I'm sorry, Bridget. They are awful. Um, anyway, but also so heartwarming and great. <laughs> so we have Love Sorrow in this. This is the music. I'm going to go through the music. Uh, I've already kind of given you the history of Love Sorrow because they've been playing it for yeah. so freaking long. It. So I'm going to skip that. Um, we also have the Violence Solata. Sonata. Solata. That sounds Salata. like a, a really good pizza. <laughs> I would like some it's like a violin. Lauren, could you order me one salata? <laughs> I would love to get you a salata. It's like uh, a, a pizza that. you would get at CC's though. And oh, I'm, you're right. I'm here for it. Salata pizza. Dude, I used to go ape on CC's. CC's and Gaddy's, man. Y'all might say it's trash pizza, but they had the best sauce. But you know what? I was a trash kid and I don't care. I was Same, poor. bro. Why was trash? CC's pizza was the best. Gaddy's pizza, bro. I would go when it was game time and the parents were in the game room. I'd go back, get a giant plate of that like jailhouse chocolate pudding that was just Ooh, straight yeah. up from powder. Hell just like yeah. go into it, bro. <laughs> oh, it's so freaking good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Violence Sonata, not Salata, an E minor. Uh, and I'm going to oh. say up, even though we've already talked about this for e, a second. E minor is like my favorite key. I love E minor. Uh, it's by Edward Elger. Uh, it was first performed in London with William Henry Reed on violin and Landon Ronald on piano in 1919. Landon Ronald. It was dedicated to Maria Joshua, who died just a week after the dedication. Super depressing. Bro. Um, and then we have Nocturne in D-flat major, op 27. Op. No. Op and Uh Number two by Friedrich Chopin, and I did not get a history for that because I didn't feel like it. Um, Nocturne, Oppenheim 14, 14, 22? I don't know. Nocturne is really popular also. It's, I want to say 23. That's the popular one. It's popular. Or it might be 19. I don't remember. Look it up. Look it, look it up. For Nocturne. Me. Am I right? Op- Am I right? Up. Op nine, number two. Nine. That's it. Chopin, Nocturne. Chopin. Nine, num, two. Uh, But here is the Funimation summary for episode 14, which is called Footsteps. And if you wanted to feel pain, here you go. This is my shortest notes, too, so. (laughs) Did you not like this episode? No, I did. Okay, I was like, but it's just because it, it's just sitting, you it sitting there processing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, Kosei Tsubaki and Watari visit Kaori at the hospital, but she insists everything is fine. Tsubaki reflects on her past with Kosei and considers if she has romantic feelings for him. Meanwhile, Kosei makes an important decision about his life. All right, here we go. Kosei realizes he doesn't know Kaori's phone number. Or email, and I was like, bro, how have you been coordinating these right? practice dates? <laughs> right? He realizes he doesn't know much about her. And so we see the scene again that we just saw at the end of this last episode of Subaki telling Kosei that Kaori had collapsed again. But this time we hear like her telling him that. So the whole gang's there to visit her and give snacks and check on her. She's her usual chip herself. <laughs> LOL, Watsuri getting her cake when her family owns a bakery. <laughs> I know. He's uh, a 
He's a himbo, and I love him because he's a good-hearted Audrey himbo. Is a is a good boy. He's a good boy. He just is. Like he's a he's a hoe, but he's a good. Hoe. I love him though. Yeah. Yeah. Can't blame him. Uh, I, and then I wrote, "Why does anime food always look the best?" Because they like zoom in nice. on all these tarts when the box opens. It looks absolutely. Perfect. And it is probably the most detailed drawings they've done in the show. Oh yeah, it's always <laughs> the like, food. Why does this look so great? Like Miyazaki movies, don't ever watch Dude. those while you're hungry and order no, something. It won't be the not, same. It's not. It's not good. So when everyone leaves the room, the nurse comes back in and hooks her back up to the IV drip. And so we see that she's like hiding how bad it really is. Subaki's friend is telling her to break up with Saito because she doesn't like him like him. She loves mm-hmm. Kosei. She does. Her friend's like so blunt. I love it. Throughout like like her friend's like not really been in this show, and then all of a sudden the next like three episodes she's in it all the she's time. In, like, oh, she's she's what? in the next four as well. <laughs> okay, so I was like, but it's good because Subaki needs a friend. And... Yes, who's a girl that's not and, in the hospital. Yeah, and like Kosei's her friend. But, but also her crush that, yeah so she needs like a friend yeah and so um Tsubaki looks adorable in her date outfit with Saito because she's like clearly trying to dress up she's trying to convince everyone that no no her and Saito are great and like uh, Kosei's just like her little brother and her friend's like you're just gonna keep saying that to like try and convince us but you're also trying to convince yourself <laughs> and she called it she did something she said something in the sub that I really liked she's like there you go again with the little brother curse. Like she's oh. cursing him into being little brother. So she'll maybe believe it. I mean, that and I was sense. like, Ooh, I liked that. Yeah. Um, so she looks adorable in this date outfit. She's just she very family. She's so cute. It's and, painful. Oh, this is where I wrote that note. She's convinced if she says that she only thinks of Kosei as a brother, she'll convince everyone else, but mainly herself. Hmm. Um, and then Kosei went to go visit Kaori at the hospital. And whenever he's there alone, he gets real skittish. He doesn't like hospitals, obviously, because his mom had passed away. And he just says, you're not going to leave me, are you? Like my mother did. And I was like, bro. It's a <laughs> lot of pressure to put on Just got healed. I, <laughs> I know. So Tsubaki keeps talking about Kosei on her date with Saito. And Saito um, doesn't deserve to be dragged along if she doesn't like him. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Kausei is sprinting towards Subaki after the date. Her friend called him. Oh, she was on the phone with her friend after the date. And it was like, the date was good. And her friend was like, he doesn't deserve to be dragged along if you don't like him. So her friend hangs up with her and she's walking home still. And then all of a sudden, Kosei is sprinting towards Subaki on the sidewalk. And she's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Your friend called me and she said you were in trouble. So I came here to save you. And she's like, I'm fine. So her friend, number one wingman right there. Um, get, hooking them up right there. She's like, you're not going to listen to me? Fine. I'll set this up so you listen to yourself. <laughs> so they go get a popsicle and they're walking on the beach. It's super adorable. Mm-hmm. And Kosei starts singing Moonlight Sonata, aka Claire de Lune. And I freaking love that song. And while they're walking, and then all of a sudden, Tsubaki starts singing the accompanying part. Um, and he looks very surprised that she knows it. And she goes, I've heard you play it like a million times because they're neighbors. And it's so pretty and it's so sweet. Uh, they talk about like how Kosei always gets the same plain flavor that he loves. And it's like a milk milk flavored ice so so it's like a frozen milkshake it's so gross and so kosei tells subaki that he's going to try and get into music school now and transfer out of that their school so he'll only take two classes at the normal school subaki suddenly just drops her popsicle in the sand and starts running away crying and she goes music is taking him away from me again and then she she like finally admits to herself that he's the boy I want by my side forever. And you in this episode with just flashbacks of Subaki and Kosei throughout the years. And she finally admits her love for him to it's herself. Adorable. And that's that whole episode, which seems like really short notes because it was just like a lot of emotional visuals that you, it's really pretty episode. It This episode physically pained me. Like it was not the first that like made me hurt, but it made me hurt the most. Mm-hmm. I I just feel so deeply for Subaki. I she's a good she's yeah, a good, and I they're love all her. really good, and that's what's 
hard because like they're just getting crappy hands at life sometimes but that's how life works life doesn't discriminate between the sinners and the saints it takes it takes it takes and we keep giving anyway we rise and we fall we make mistakes sorry do you think Lin-Manuel Miranda watched Dear Lion April I hope so. <laughs> Hamilton came out way before this show, but still, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um, so, uh, no voice actors, uh, but uh, fun fact Claire de Lune by Claude de- Debussy, Debussy, Debussy. Uh, is based off of a poem by the same name written in 1869 by Paul uh, Virielli. Written by uh, Edward Cullen? Yes, written by Edward Cullen. <laughs> And then I have a fun fact. This is uh, the art of forming a mud ball by hand is actually a Japanese art. Oh yeah, called uh, Doro Dango, and it's uh, it means mud dumpling. And so it's, that's what uh, we see at the very end, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when she's polishing the ball, it's sweep, called making sweep, a mud dumpling, sweep. and it's something. It's a the point is to polish a mud ball until it's delicate and shiny and resembling a billiard ball or a large marble. I thought you said a billiard ball. No, it's a tradition passed down to school kids, and it takes several hours of nonstop polishing. And uh, fun fact: this is for you, Bridget. Okay. In uh, Christopher, uh, is it Paulini's? Paulini. Paolini's novel series, uh, The Inheritance Cycle, protagonist Aragon witnesses the King of Dwarves making an which is a handmade prayer stone, and the process of that is based off of Dorodango. As soon as you said it, I could picture it. Bro! (laughs) I saw that, and I was like, Let's revive for Aragon. That's technically (laughs) what we rolled next. It would just be us. I know. Everybody dropped out of our book club when we rolled Aragon. We were like, we did this fair and square. Yeah. I was like, bro, this was a really, I'm mad because it was my suggestion and no one wanted to do it. I would have read everyone else's. I was so hyped for Aragon. I was like, I haven't read this in forever. I didn't even finish the last book because someone told me that I was upset about it. I was too. I wasn't upset that they told me I was upset about the ending. (laughs) And I was like, bro, why? Christopher, I waited years. Bro, I'm like, yeah. Let's do same. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll think about it. Even though I just ordered a book online, it's uh I'll think know. about it because I am incredibly tired. <laughs> Let's make Gotta it think about we it. We check in once a month for this book club because real reality, that's our schedule. <laughs> Possibly fair. We <laughs> shall see. We've got a lot going on. This young lady. <laughs> um, here is the summary for a liar. Episode 15, Tsubaki is frustrated as she sees her friends moving forward, afraid that she might be left behind. Kosei finds it difficult to keep visiting Kaori at the hospital. Hiroko comes across a promising young talent. That's it. That's a pretty good summary. Yeah, it's solid. It doesn't spoil anything. I mean, no. it's pretty short notes for me on this again. So the little balls... The, that you were just describing. The little balls. Dora Dango. The little balls. Dora Dango. Which I'm super hyped because I remember the chapter in Aragon. Like, uh-huh. like as soon as you said, you were like Christopher. And I was like, Paolini. And I like, was like rushing back in. Like, bro, that's like eighth grade memories coming in there. I was like, how, I'm is, so this, happy. how is this still filed in my brain? It was the smallest little snippet of like, much like this. And I was like, what? And then I immediately <laughs> went and looked up the word, like the, the dwarf word. And I was like, yes, yes. This is the perfect this nugget perfect of information that we need. And it was, it was just you, too perfect. You hit the target demographic, bro. I did. Um, it was you. It's me. <laughs> it's me. Sam might uh, like it. Sam's met Christopher Paolini at a book uh, people signing, which cool. I thought was really cool. He well, said it was Sam, really cool. And I was like, This was oh, a good. really dope nugget. I hope you enjoy it. Also, Sam, thank you so much for that chocolate. It was freaking delicious. Yeah. Okay. I totally forgot about that. Pause on I ate it so fast. episode. We got Sam went to England and uh, brought us back some yummy English chocolates. It and was the best chocolate I've ever yeah, eaten. Yeah, because they make it with clotted cream, which we can't do in the United States because of dumb stuff. I don't know. I watch a whole History Channel thing because my mom watched it. So but their good. chocolate is significantly better. 
it's ridiculously better. Like it's unfair. Like I'm spoiled for all of their chocolate. Now. Also, I don't want anything other than he, that chocolate. He also got me some jam from the Downton Abbey house. Oh. I don't remember what the actual place is called, but I'm like the Downton Abbey house. And he sent me pictures when they were there. And I was like, Oh, he's like, my mom has some better pictures. So I like went to his mom's profile and looked at it. Cause I friends with his mom. That's um, dope. And then he got me, cause you know, it's the queen's Jubilee. So he got me some shortbread cookies, some biscuits that have the Jubilee logo on them. And I was Aww. like, and they, okay, butter biscuits, like, it's just like Are those butter shortbread cookies. They're like the most white person cookie, but they are so good. <laughs> I love them. My mom and I like went through half the package the other night and we were like, thanks, Sam. So thank you, Sam. You Yes, thank you. These five pounds delicious. are greatly appreciated and sponsored by you. <laughs> yes. Bro, look how sweaty I am. Bro, calm down. Uh, okay, here we go. Bro, we'll make it fast. We're good. We're Episode almost done. 15. Liar. 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 Yellow. I'm liar. reading You're a liar. Jersey accent. Here we go. You're a liar. The little, the little balls. The little balls that she made for him, they broke. They broke, okay? What? They broke when they were kids and she saw oh them. Jose comforts her. Oh my what a God. sweetheart. What a I sweetheart. I can't do this. As my ring doorbell goes off. <laughs> okay, yeah. So anyway, the little balls, they broke. And she spent hours on them. Like Lauren just went in the details of how intense they are to make so and try sad. and scrape. And they break. And Kose is comforting her. It's a very sweet little flashback. So Subaki is mad about him leaving her and moving away. And it makes her off her game. So she's like trying to do long jump and track. And she's just thinking about it. And then she forgets to jump and just like eats it in the sand. <laughs> that's like honestly same so it's affecting her day-to-day life she you know when you're so upset about something the only like way you can cope with it is to be mad about it even though you're sad been there done that absolutely Mm -hmm. understand what she's doing right now so Saito is talking to Subaki about another girl and you're like this is odd (laughs) like normally she's doing that and we finally he tells her like whenever she's with him it's like she wants to be somewhere else and so he's really gently saying like it's okay we can break up and so he's breaking up with her and so she just starts sobbing and saying i'm sorry and he's like stop saying i'm sorry i'm this breaking poor up child man he's so sweet for doing that he goes we tried okay thank you for at least like you know entertaining me of being my girlfriend i do like you and he's like maybe we just need to stick with the quiet types because they're both the same personality and i was like what a sweet guy he's a good boy he's a good boy nobody in the show is like bad and i really love it no they're all decent just normal nice things human okay. people it's it's good it's a good really? show um so subaki's sitting in the piano room and she's just playing little notes of the moonlight sonata and Kose comes in and he kind of scoots her over and starts playing it for her. And she says, are you going to ask me about it? And he says, no, but I'm listening. And so she just goes on and tells him, I got dumped and here's all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And he's just sweetly letting her vent, playing the comfort song for her. And I was like, that's the moment that really got me. Because I was like, I that is, so- <laughs> I want someone like that in my life. I love. Where's my tabusi? <laughs> Where's the pussy in my life? I love Kosei. But I. 12 out of 10. 12 out of 10. Subaki. She's well, a sweet. I just girl. really ship them so hard. Um, they're so sweet and I love them so much. And it's absolutely painful. It's so wholesome. It is. It's so wholesome. And it's so well written. This is why I, I primarily read uh, Slice of Life because of the sweetness that happens here. Anyway, please it gives you continue. Hope. It um, does. It gives you hope. It gives you hope. And you know what else hope there is? She's finding the courage to keep moving one foot in front of the other, just like uh-huh. she sees Watari and Kose and Keori doing, even though it's so scary. They're, they're finding courage. She goes, it's time for this ice to thaw. Subaki is finally going to work up the courage to tell Kose how she feels before it's too late. She's going to put one foot in front of the other and be brave. So all of a sudden, Kose's walking home. <laughs> There's this little kid. I say kid, but then they get real weird. So they must not be that different in age. She's a, she's she's a first like, year. 
And he's, he's like, what, a third year? 12. Yeah. So he's, he's like 15. She's 12 okay. or 13. It's still weird. She's like 12. Or, yeah, it is weird. But <laughs> it's like, like, I don't know. It's weird. But she's, she's not that different. Yeah. Preteen or early teen. Okay. So they're not, they're like maybe two years apart. Maybe it's the little like kid hair tie that really was like de-aging hair for me. But it's it's the ponytails. Yeah, the pigtails. Honestly. But they're yeah, she's a she's like 13. So they're okay. only like two years apart. So she's in this tree and she's like messing with Kosei, who's below her. And then she falls out of the tree and lands on him. And she gets knocked out. So Kosei brings her home. And Hiriko's like, you just bring in home unconscious girls, bro. What's going on? I love Hiriko. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, re- she, the girl wakes up and is like, ah, and she's a music student because she recognizes Hiriko and was like, oh my gosh, are you Hiriko? And she's like, why? Who's asking? <laughs> and she wants to be trained by her. Um, so the little girl goes to the piano and starts playing Chopin's Etude number 25, Kosei's piece at the Maiho music competition. It sounds harsh and the notes are all there. It sounds a lot like when Kosei played it, but Kosei couldn't hear the notes. So she's like imitating it. Hiriko agrees to take her on as a student, but under the condition though, that actually Kosei is going to be the main teacher and she's just going to be there to assist. Um, So Kosei is getting her some treats. Uh, uh, No, he's just getting treats. I got ahead of myself. And then all of a sudden Kaori calls him and says, Watani visits me all the time and you're never here. It like goes off on him. And so he says, all right, I'll bring you some snacks. So all of a sudden... Uh, we see a flashback of the time that Kaori passed out and like fell, but we just didn't know what was happening at the moment. So it's, she's walking in the hallway and she loses the use of her legs and she, oh no, no, no. I got ahead. That's next episode. This is her in the hospital. And so right after that phone call, she's walking in the hallway and she falls again and her legs cannot move. She uses the loose of her legs uses loses loses there we go loses the use i was like hold on that's uses the use of her legs yeah hold on um so she can't get back up she's trying so hard to pull herself up on the rail and she's just sobbing and screaming and she starts like beating her legs because she can't feel them and they're not working and that's how that episode ends and i was like and i'll talk about what her diagnosis is they don't say it in the show but they give you enough clues that if you you know, WebMD it. I mean, and the general consensus on the internet all agreed on this diagnosis too for the fans of the show. So I'll talk about that at the end. But that was the end of episode 15. Um, all I have is one voice actor and that's for Nagi Aiza, who's the little girl. Um, her we don't know English- who her name yet. We- oh, well, it's <laughs> Nagi Aiza. <laughs> like, um, like, it's a big reveal in the next episode. Doesn't she... The next episode. Out? Okay, well, I put her in this one. That's she- okay. Um, so her English voice actor is Stephanie Shi, and uh, she plays Usaki uh, Su- Sukino, who is uh, Sailor Moon in Sailor Moon. Uh, she also plays Eureka in Eureka 7. And she plays Hinata Hyuga in Naruto. Lots of big voices over here. She had more, but I stopped because there was a lot. <laughs> Um, and then her Japanese voice actor is Ai Keono, and she plays Ryoko Saki in uh, Food Wars and Darkness in Kanosuba. And that's all I wrote down for that. Those were the only things I had. And so we will go to episode 16. Two of a kind. Here is your Funimation summary. Kelsey's concern for yeah, Kelsey's concerns for Kaori temporarily subside as he runs into her on the street and they go shopping. Nagi can't take the harsh criticism she receives with Kelsey as her piano teacher. That's it. It's, oh, this episode. Okay, so we see a flashback of when Kaori fell in the past. Um, and it's, we assume it's the one that she missed the competition for. So she loses control of her foot and when she's walking in the hallway at her house and then accidentally slams her head into the ground and starts bleeding pretty badly and then faints because of that um and so that's when she gets rushed to the hospital because she's like you can see her holding her music she was practicing her music in her head 
and then she bleeds on the music and like passes out. So Kosei is focusing more on training his new student. Uh, he's using tips given to him from Kaori when she coaxed him back in the music, which is really cool to see. Like it's not just strict and he's music, such music, a good music. little teacher. Yeah, it's so and, nice to watch him just prosper. And Hiriko is like, "Hey, this comes with the like grounds of teaching." When she's like upset and stuff, and I was like, "Oh, he has such good mentors I now." Him. I love um, it. <clears throat> so it looks like it's now fall. When we started the show, it was spring. Um, so Kosei remembers that he should get Kaori some sweets. So Kaori all of a sudden is like on the sidewalk and sees him and he's like, am I dreaming? And she fakes amnesia because Kosei hasn't visited her still. It still hasn't brought her treats. And so she's out of the hospital and we get like a really big like parallel to when they like first hung out and she's like, mm-hmm. well, Watari's not here. You can be my stand-in again and takes her on a sh- and makes him go on a shopping spree with her and carry all the heavy bags. Um, so cute. Yeah. Kaori is like dropping things. She has like no strength. You notice when she's at the like stores and shopping, whenever she picks something up, she falls. Um, she's also in her school uniform to try and convince him that everything's fine. She was totally at school and he just didn't see her, but he notices that she never had her school bag. So something's kind of up. Um, Kosei doesn't show for the piano lesson and Nagi's like really upset. That's that little girl that we just talked about. Uh, Hiriko recognizes this girl from somewhere uh, and straight up (laughs) tells her like, I love Hiriko. She threatens that little girl and says, if you try and dick over Kosei, uh, you'll be in trouble and you'll regret it. (laughs) Nagi refers to herself as the enemy and um, Hiriko's like, is that what you think you are? Are you the enemy? Do I need to be concerned? And I just love that she like straight up threatened a child. In the sub, she calls Kosei her son, and it's very. Ah! <laughs> they didn't do that in the dub. She said, "That's my kid," ah! and I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> "Just immediate pain." I'm sorry, I had to tell you. It was so good. It was so good. Uh, she said, "Like I'm kind of like a second mom," is what. No, she he said, said it. "He's my kid." Oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> uh, Kaori convinces Kosei to go back to school to look for her bag that she totally had at school and she just forgot. Yeah, it. obviously. Yeah, obviously. She was at school. She has her no uniform on. Why would she yeah. be wearing her uniform? Yeah, no um, one does that. So, she didn't actually go to school. <laughs> what? Uh, the doctors gave her a free day out of the hospital and she was starting to forget what the school was like and the memories of it. So she wanted to come back and then she gets really somber looking out the window and it's nighttime in there in the school. And she looks at him and goes, are you going to forget me? And that's when you can tell that she's kind of like knows that her diagnosis, her prognosis isn't good. She doesn't know exactly what it is yet, but it's not great. Um, Cause they're still running the tests. So Nagi hates Kosei <laughs> and and we aren't really sure why, but we see her in school and she's like practicing for this piano recital. And that little punk kid that Kosei had to show up that was like, Mike, he already doesn't play this like, right. And so he showed up and like, did I the- love Mike. <laughs> so basically Nagi just wants to beat Mike and this is how she's going to do it. Um, Kosei's learning how to teach, how to be empathetic as a mentor. And so when Nagi's getting criticism from him, she throws up it and runs out. And so Hideko's like, hey, this comes with the territory of teaching. You need, you need to just go be there for her. it's gonna be hard. So he goes out there and sits on the stairs next to her, like gets her some snacks. It's a very sweet moment. Um, he gets her potato, and I've never wanted anything more in my whole life. I, I was potato. like looking at that potato and I was like, I want a potato. It just reminds me of the TikTok. I'm a potato. Yes. Oh my God. I want a potato. Uh, I'm a potato. Okay. So we see in this moment, we don't hear anything. They like to do this because it's more emotional, fill in the blanks. Uh, Kaori is getting bad news about her diagnosis and sobbing, and her parents are really upset. And she can't hold anything. You see her like trying to hold her bow and she can't grip it and it's falling it's so out. Sad. <sighs> and so Kaori sees Kosei and um oh they all go to visit her and then she sees kosei and she just starts like hitting him and saying he saws and brought her treats he like puts his arm up and subaki sees lipstick marks on his jacket and then they all start going crazy on him and he's like bro what is happening right now (laughs) and 
Uh, they think there's more to this lesson with this girl that he's teaching. And I was like, ew, age difference. But we just went over all that. Um, and Coyote starts ranting about how little time is left in life and sobbing and working on borrowed time and how you should focus on the competition and not teaching anyone in the hours. And everybody starts realizing like, uh-oh, this is something deeper. And she's like, oh, when, where did that crazy rant come from? I'm ignore me. I'm crazy. And they're all like seeing through like, oh no, this like, is you're not worse. crazy. You're just yeah. really sick. Yeah. And so we also see that Nagi planted the lipstick there to ruin his day, She's which I thought was hilarious. It is really funny. We learned that Nagi is the little sister of Takashi, the blonde boy who is Kusei's main rival. Well, self-appointed mm. main rival. Self-appointed. Yeah. Self-appointed. <laughs> um, spiky blonde hair pianist who's really good. Aaron um, Erin Yeager. Erin Yeager. So Kosei comes to the hospital to visit Kaori on his own, and he doesn't say a word. He's just standing there because he, I think, is the one who realizes the gravity of the situation the most because he's been in this situation with his mom. He knows. Yeah. yeah. And he keeps getting flashbacks of his mom and fretting about losing her too. And I don't know if this is just the dub, but the last line it's in the not. show. It's okay. the sub tube. Okay. So the last line in the show, it gets really somber. You just have this whole moment. And if this show takes a twist like this, I'm going to lose it. But uh, Kaori looks at Kosei and really somberly says, want to kill yourself with me? And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then the show ended yeah. and I was like, bro. She says it differently, but she does say that. She asks if he wants to commit double suicide. And he's just I, like, are they, uh, she, she being like sarcastic? Like, like our lives suck? Or do you think like. I think she means it. Um, I will tell you that she does play it off as a joke in the next episode. But okay, I, I so think that's she what I assumed. It. Like, yeah, she means it, but like, ha ha ha! Like, you obviously didn't agree. So uh... yeah, like she's laughing it off because he didn't say yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is. Oh. Uh, I only have. I don't have any music. I don't have any. Why? Voices. Because now we're just in sad. But I do have a fun fact. Are there so more the- music in the next four though? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I need uh, some music buffers. Oh, there's you're gonna love the next performance. Okay, good. Because I was really, like, they were too hard in emotion. Give me music no. buffer. The next performance I watched twice. I loved it so much. It like warmed my heart and made me cry and made me really proud. It was just lots of stuff. <laughs> but um, anyway, the fun fact I have is the game that Nagi and Kosei were playing. Sorry, I'm, I'm burpy. Half <laughs> um, is a traditional kids game called Glico, and it is a form of rock paper scissors. But in Japan, they start at the bottom of the stairs, and whatever you win by, you have to spell as you go up the stairs. So, like you win at, with rock, you have to go R O C K, and you go up four stairs, R-O-C-K right? And then you're trying to get to the top of the stairs first. Okay, that's it's like hopscotch and rock paper scissors. Just both of the things. Yeah. So there you go. Okay, that's, that's it. all I got. Oh. The end. Well, so the next four episodes are 17 through 20. Uh, 17 is Twilight. 18 is Hearts Come Together. 19 is in all caps, and I don't know why. It's Goodbye Hero, and it's a picture of Takashi. Um, and then 20 is Hand in Hand. And then it'll be the final two episodes, not next week, but the week after. And that is Snow, episode 21, and episode 22, Spring Wind. So that'll be a short episode, but I'm sure we'll cry a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, wait for the next four episodes, my dude. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of feelings. So do you want to know what maybe uh, Kyori is suffering from? No, tell me in the next episode. Okay, I'll see. I want to know the next episode because... Okay stuff goes down and I want to know them. Okay. Cool. Um, I was going to say something. I forgot what it was. I accidentally spoiled a little bit for me and by looking at that diagnosis, like, oh, I don't okay. know if it happens, but I looked up diagnosis of what normally happens with this diagnosis. And I was like, if this happens, I'm going to be really upset. And I know it's going to happen. <laughs> so that's how I accidentally spoiled it. Like I didn't confirm anything, but I assume I'm going to get wrecked. Like my eyes are watering. <laughs> um, it's so subtle and so awful. Your heart's just going to stop? And that's all happens. I can say is that it happened. And I literally went, <gasps> like, 
no <laughs> it was so bad dude and i don't i don't and even know if it happens but i'm pretty sure it happens and pray so much worse to be only yours that's gonna be my comfort song when this happens i'm just gonna start singing mandy Moore and sobbing into my tea it's 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 painful uh so let me ask do you like it better now that yeah you've had a break these you good i had a break i took my i made myself go easy on notes and i let myself enjoy it a little more i also think we were just in like mid-show slump and we were having to spread it out and our lives were insane well we are we are going on 40 episodes too so it's been a yeah. stretch yeah yeah I think I just needed a little break because these four episodes I genuinely enjoyed watching. Oh, that makes me happy. I think I was just in a burnout. I get that. It makes me genuinely very happy. <laughs> I, I, w- I really wanted to like the show because I, I can recognize that it was pretty and it was like that stupid block, you know, like writer's mm-hmm. block, like, you know, you can do it. You just, you can't see past the wall. It's just really different from other things that you've watched. And other things I watch are so fast paced. Yeah. So it was like, this consuming was really easy and this one was definitely a slow burn yeah but unlike the naruto it. episode we're about to cover for patreon where i had Which to like one pause are we doing it next i watched six. episode six. six okay i was like i've seen so many <laughs> episode point. six I... which i had to pause like five trillion times because they just dump info on you in this episode and i, I had have... to pause and rewind and like spell things out I was like bro i'm gonna need you to spread this out between four episodes next time because there was so much info to take in I have so much to say, but I'm going to save it. And also, I have to pee so badly. So oh. I'm in the podcast now. Um, okay. <laughs> but we love anime. And we love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for watching Gateway Anime Podcast with Bridget and Lauren. Please remember to like, subscribe, and download our episodes. Remember, we also have a Patreon. So if you want to suggest shows for us to watch, make sure you go visit us. Special thank you to Marjorie McClendon for our artwork and designs and Drew Griffith for all of our music. We hope to see you again next week.